Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Gilbert to his Sullivan, Michael Howard. Dancing in the rain. Was that one of theirs? I don't... Was that one of their things? Did uh, they do that one? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know anything like about sh- them other than that they were a duo uh, and they did like operas or something. Yeah. Um... I think it was not one of theirs. I think it was very much nowhere even in their their realm of, wow, I really beefed it on that one. They're more of like HMS Pinafore sort yeah. of shit. They, um, <laughs> they did. Uh, so Sullivan, before he met up with Gilbert, did do a, a comic opera called Cox and Box. And if you click on the Wikipedia for it, it says not to be confused with Box and Cox. Uh not to be confused, sure. Yeah. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure I was thinking of... God damn it, that didn't help me at all. Um, I'm going to say Hammerker and Schlemmer, but those are the German <laughs> watchmakers. Um, the people who did plays Wait, in like, the 40s. Wait, Hammerker and Schlemmer, don't they have like the um, that catalog of like really stupid stupid shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are also the name of two of the like the dumb side villains in Beer Fest, which is how I remember them. But, um, damn it. Hey, Michael, I'm making a fool of myself right now. Is that fine? <laughs> Are you thinking of... You know I am. Just say the two names. I can't remember now. Damn it. God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Gilbert Gil- is- Gilbert and Ham- Hammerstein. No, um... Roger- <laughs> Hammerstein is Roger- one of... Yeah, Rogers and Hammerstein. Those are the two dudes I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but guess what they did not do? They did C- Cinderella, right? Yeah, but guess what they didn't do? The thing that you were re- singing? Yeah, Dancing in the Rain was definitely not fucking them. <laughs> Can we start over? Michael, I did it bad. I did it bad. Uh, yeah, well, this is a this is the show about current pop culture trends and not yeah, trends from have... the 1870s, so sorry about that. That's my fault. I don't have time for pirates of Penzance. None of that. Gilbert and Sullivan, they can fuck off. And so can Rodgers and Hammerstein. I don't care for those two fellers. Michael, how are you today? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I feel like I should be mortally embarrassed by what I just did on air. I'm not, though. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah. If only, like, I grew up having to watch Turner Classic Movies and AMC when AMC didn't just play The Walking Dead... I actually had to watch this shit. Clearly, I did not absorb it. The only piece of fiction from those channels that I did absorb, can I tell you this? Hmm. The 10-hour-long Pride and Prejudice BBC miniseries. Really? I'll you that one back and forth. Yeah. Huh. Your boy, I wrote a nine-page essay on that thing for AP English. Didn't read the book. <laughs> I just absorbed its message by seeing it <laughs> 400 times. Thank you, my sisters and my mother. Yeah, for my AP... Um... AP exam, I had to write, you know, they, they make you answer a question, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. Based on like, and you have to like talk about a book that you read. Three um, questions, technically. Yeah. Well, one of the questions, though, was it fit really well with the story of Faust, um, which I had never read, but I had seen a movie on it. Right. You, so you, I wrote that. Mm-hmm. Got a five. So nailed it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, the movie probably did its research. Mm-hmm. They knew what was going on, and they actually knew its themes better and presented right. it way better. Well, yeah, they presented it in two hours rather than having to read the whole fucking thing, man. Yeah. Can, I 
I had this thing where I could not read something in high school. If I was in high school, I used to read about 100 books a year during class. I would be reading nonstop. <laughs> if someone told me, assigned me a book to read, that was 100% guarantee I would never read that book. The only book I read for high school was Frankenstein, and I love that book. I didn't read anything else. I got nines, nines, nines for everything on those essays. Because <laughs> AP English is easy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So, fuck oh, you, AP Michael. English, too. Yeah, Michael, fuck how Gilbert you Sullivan, Rogers Hammerstein, and AP English. Yeah, fuck the whole Starting thing. Starting off strong. Fuck this whole system. I'm tired of it, you know? I threw it on the ground. <laughs> threw it on the ground. Um, Michael, we talk about shower thoughts a little bit on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to start start off with one that I had. S- starting with one. Okay. I'm going to start with a shower thought. And I, I cannot stress this enough that I know that the man in my shower thought has done worse things than this. Like his crimes are beyond the pale. And I don't, I don't, I know that this is not his worst thing. But the other day I was down in Orlando on a little work trip. I was hanging out and I had in the shower and for some reason I got really excited because I remember that they were going to make Rush Hour 4. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that Brett Ratner, a massive piece mm. of shit, like apparently all of Hollywood or every man in Hollywood, rather, um, has, you know, been he's been a piece of shit to women throughout his entire career. And I was upset about that. And I have to say this so upset about that. But then I was upset for Chris Tucker, because now it means because of Brett Ratner, Rush Hour 4 won't get made. And I was I was upset for Chris Tucker and for myself. Maybe they'll just give it to someone else to do. I really hope so. Maybe like just like Joss Chris Tucker Whedon and Jackie Chan can. And and well, Joss Whedon's also kind of a piece of shit. If I can just go ahead and say that, he's not. He's he's a piece of shit. All also. right. What about um? We need some Patty need Jenkins some. directly. Here we go. Wonder say Roman we need Patty Jenkins. Just, or fucking literally any woman in Hollywood could please just come in and make Rush Hour 4 starring Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. I want to watch that movie very badly. You know what? Let's just do a Rush Hour reboot. All female cast. We get, uh, what's you her have, name? In- you have a- accidentally, Michael, and I, I see where you're going with it, and I am fully on board. I do want an all female cast, like, reboot of Rush Hour. I do kind of want Rush Hour 4 with with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, though. What about if Rush Hour 4 is the the bridge between the Rush Hour and the all-female reboot where you have Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, but then mm-hmm. in comes... In comes the little girl from Rush Hour 1. All of a sudden, hey, I'm not. I'm tired of being a ambassador's daughter. I want to blow shit up. I want to blow shit up for real. So they have to train her now that she's like, you know, mid-20s. And then she takes over the franchise. I would yeah, be fine with that. Jackie Chan's getting too old for this shit, you know? Jackie Chan has been old, but he did just put out The Foreigner, which looked pretty dope. And he was just an old man who finally picked up a gun in well, one of his Well, because he's movies? too old to be kicking people all the time. Sometimes you just got to shoot him in the face. I think he did kick people very good, though. He had a lot of good kicks in that movie. Yeah, but he, but saves, then he also him. saves him for the good times. Yeah, he saved his kicks for the big bosses. He shot the <laughs> peons, which, hey efficient jackie and i appreciate mm-hmm. that i do want chris tucker to be in rush hour four he deserves it he's waited long enough that's all i'm saying <laughs> and i hate brett radner for all of his bad crimes he's a piece of shit but in the shower when i couldn't control my brain i was upset that brett radner had taken rush hour four away from chris tucker <laughs> and i know jackie that's chan? a jackie chan's doing fine chris has not been in stuff for a little while that's all i'm saying yeah michael true. i can't control what my brain thinks okay 
He was great in The Fifth Element. That That's actually what I, I had seen The Fifth Element three days prior, and I was going over his role as Ruby Rod and loving it. And that led me to be like, hey, what's Chris Tucker up to? Not Rush Hour 4, I bet. Shit. You know, there aren't a lot of movies, uh, aside from just, you know, out and out comedies, that if they're on at any, like, even any point in the movie that I will just be like, oh, I'm going to watch the rest of this movie now. But Fifth Element is definitely one of those. Fifth Element, if it's on TV, I am watching it. If it's not on TV, I'm going to put it in the fucking DVD player and watch it (laughs) because I fucking love that movie. It's so good. Bruce Willis is a saint. Uh, Everyone's so good in that movie. The the opera scene in that makes me just, uh, I feel so happy every time I watch it. Mm Mm-hmm. Pavla Nagula. That's her name. Man, the movie rules. <laughs> Man. Pulled that out. Yeah. I didn't mean, pull I had, out I, you didn't pull out Rogers and Hammerstein, but you pulled out that yeah, one. Those joke ass clowns couldn't write a musical <laughs> to save their life. Pavla Nagula, on the other hand, she can hit some high notes. Rogers and Hammerstein can crawl up their own ass and die. Anyway, Michael, what do you have going on this week? <laughs> uh <laughs> Why is Charles Manson trending on Twitter? God damn it. Oh, no. Did he die? Is he dead? Oh, he's hospitalized with, quote, it's just a matter of time. All right. Well, bye, Charles Manson. Eat shit, I guess. Michael, what do you got going on? Oh, uh, oh, 24 crossover. He was rushed to a Bakersfield hospital. Just like George Mason. Oh, and, you know, Bob did say that given enough time, a PI could connect him to the Manson family. Wow, a lot of layers Whoa. going on. We're going to have to bring this up next week. We recorded longest days of our lives. All right. Fuck. Sorry, Michael. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just saw Charles Manson training on Twitter, and uh, God can't come quick enough to kill that fool. Please go on. Uh, so last week, we talked about KFC and their mm-hmm. wonderful social media team. Yes. Well, the man who discovered that they only follow 11 people. Yeah. Six, six herbs. Modern day hero. And all five Spice Girls. He got a custom portrait made by KFC. Really? Yeah. Do you want to know what it is of Michael Cushing? I hope it's just the Colonel enjoying like really good, like a bucket of chicken just around the, like almost like a Last Supper sort of thing. It's just the Colonel handing out delicious chicken to actually, oh, that, oh, wait. Last Supper, the 11 herbs. <laughs> Sorry, six six herbs, five <laughs> spices, and the founder, like the guy who discovered this on Twitter. Oh, Last God. Supper would have been good. The Colonel and his 12 disciples. Oh, oh that would have been great. Man, it would have been so blasphemous, but amazing at the same time. Yeah. People would have so mad. They didn't do that. They did not do that. I, we, I have to send it off an email. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Read this one. What is it? Uh, it is a beautiful landscape with some mountains. There's mm-hmm. a deer, there's some wonderful uh, animals, there's waterfalls, and then there is... Some Bob Ross shit, huh? Yeah, and then there is Colonel Sanders okay. carrying this man, this hero, on his pig, on a piggyback ride Ooh. And, as he holds a piece of chicken and points off in the distance. That's pretty great. And they sent this to him? It's pretty majestic. That's pretty awesome. Damn. Okay. Wow. Um, I do have a question. Which colonel's face did they use? Is it Jim Caffigan? Is it Ray Liotta, <laughs> who is apparently the new colonel I just saw, like, last what? week? Yeah, There's too many colonels, man. Was it Norm MacDonald? Or is it just it's, generic colonel? Is it the actual colonel? I Ooh. think it's the actual colonel. Ooh, okay. Fun times. 
But apparently there's um I say there's a little bit of conspiracy because other people apparently have dis- had discovered this beforehand. Oh, on Twitter or yeah, wait. it says Twitter user at Laurel Bartlett mm-hmm. on like October fifteenth, full four days before this Edgit guy tweeted mm-hmm. about it. She tweeted about it as well. Huh. KFC follows eleven people. Five of them are members of the Spice Girls, and six of them are guys named Herb. Why didn't Laurel get her shit? Why didn't Laurel get international acclaim and fame and a sweet, sweet portrait painted of her? I don't know. Her tweet only got like 940 likes. This guy's tweet got like 715,000. That's pretty fucking frustrating. Good lord. Hey, hey, Michael Cushing. Yeah. So at the bottom of this Adweek article that Mm -hmm. I was reading about the KFC thing, um, there was a... A link to another article from Adweek that says, well, here's the most ridiculous product any agency has ever made. And I mean, this is kind of our thing. So it's like, I have to click on this. It's in our wheelhouse for sure. It's called Nice Balls. Just Nice Balls. Nice Balls. Yeah. Nice Balls. Do you know what it is? Is it a pair of nice, like just succulent balls? It is a pair of nice balls that you apparently stick to the underside of your desk um, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, those what boating balls or bouting balls or whatever you call them. The, the like the Chinese, um, the two balls that you would like move around in your hand, like kind of like F- when you're fidgeting around. Fushigi balls. Is that That's what they're Japanese. called? No, it's absolutely not. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, they're boat. I don't know how to I don't know how to pronounce it. OK, just boating, just B-A-O-D-I-N-G balls. But apparently they've uh, genitalized them. Okay. So it's a nice pink uh, scrotum that has these balls that move around in them that you can play with. You just want to play with balls. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a nice animated gif of somebody reaching over and just just tugging tugging at the balls. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've never really thought about. So I mean, we have a buddy who I've been over to his house when we're just if we're just watching TV, his hand is in his pants cupping those those balls. What? Yeah. I, I, I hesitate to say his name because he just had a child, so all of our friends know exactly who he is. Um, but, like, I don't get it. He just, I mean, like, for him, it's just like, eh, it just feels good. For me, I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I, I'm not one to really just get down on my on my balls unless it really calls for it. Um, but, yeah. I, I, wow, you just sent me that. That is just... So it's just truck nuts. It's just desk nuts, really. Yeah, it's desk nuts, but they, like... You're supposed to play with them at your office. I mean, is there a lot of freedom of movement there? Oh, yeah. And, and also, like, like look, if go, you... Don't go down to the GIF. If you spin the balls too far in one direction, hey, dude, like, they retract. Like, oh, that hurts. Please don't. Don't do that. No, no, you can do whatever you want to these balls. Okay. Well, actually, darn, a little punching bag action under the desk. Um, hmm. Oh, my God. More than... 772 people gave more than $36,000 to a Kickstarter. Okay, there's a lady just, like, squeezing the shit out of these nice mm. balls. Yeah. Nice balls is inspired by the popular Spanish expression, touch the balls, which means doing nothing. What you miss most when you Makes return sense. from vacation is precisely, quote, touching the balls. Mm-hmm. It does not matter if you are a man or a woman. We all need to do it. We all need to touch those balls. It is the best way to deal effectively with the accumulated work and tension of the few, first few days back. So we set out to come up with a fun solution to the problem. 
<laughs> Do people in España just grab balls nonstop? It uh, it would make it sound like they do, but I've never been to I've never been to Spain, so I do not know. This is just truck nuts for your desk. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. But truck nuts are are they're not, they're they're clear, purely aesthetic. They're not functional. These are meant to be a, you know functional too many balls that move smoothly inside and give very good vibes. Quote. <laughs> that is a quote. Give very good vibes. <laughs> what in the fuck? What? God, I hate marketing people, and I am one. Here's a quote from Imagine Arte director Antonio Pinheiro. He says, It was the people who encouraged us to move away from storytelling to story doing, and to press <laughs> oh, ahead in an environment that has forced us to evolve and learn at full speed. Developing a product that meets her expectations is not easy, especially when we did not plan to make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think that they had to, like, do you think they had to study different balls and kind of figure out what what was the, the right amount of hang for the balls? I, I feel like you'd have to at a certain point. You don't want to just be like, oh, this is Rick's balls. Let's just make sure that we're just put these into production. I don't even I, I need to know what's going on inside. these. Yeah. Balls. Like, who's the model for these balls? Uh, probably Blake Shelton, I guess. I think legally he has to be because he is now apparently the the sexiest man alive. <laughs> so I think these are Blake Shelton's balls. Uh, okay. Okay. It makes sense. Yeah. Down to the Which, color and everything. The bright yeah, pink, just, I just think. Just bright pink, yeah. lefty hanging a little higher than righty. That's just, you know, what you need, all the good stuff. Um, you know, when, when it comes to Blake Shelton being crowned sexiest man alive, uh, I'm going to leave the commentary to uh, Alika Hughes from... Or sorry, Akila Hughes from Twitter. Okay, please. Uh, at at Akila, obviously. She says she t- retweets the the article about in People magazine about Blake Shelton being crowned sexiest man alive. And she just asks, Did everybody die? <laughs> Did The Rock die from really? last year? Have our tastes changed that much from The Rock to Blake Shelton? Yeah, because a lot of people pointed out that he's not even the sexiest Gwen Stefani uh, husband. <laughs> that would be true. Gavin Rosdale. He's not the sexiest person on The Voice, even, because that no. would be um, our boy from uh, Maroon 5. Yeah, Jason Mraz. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not him either. I, I know that. Uh, he's not the sexiest country singer. Jason Mraz has a hat. <laughs> i just wondered like where did blake shelton come from our like the depths of our cultural like on we like why blake shelton of yeah. all folks i don't know where, like, where did, like, he's like, not a he's not a bad looking dude but sexiest yeah. man alive yeah, like, he seems like a fun like a funny guy on the voice like i get it but like like leonardo dicaprio is still alive the rock what? is still alive like a lot of people, like Jeff Goldblum is, is just Christian hanging Bale out being is still funny alive, but he kind not- of got fat, so I don't know. He might not count anymore. <laughs> well, Christian Bale got fat on purpose for like the funniest reason <laughs> ever. Um, fuck, fuck it, Christian Slater is still alive. If we're, if we're oh, focusing on Christians, yeah, like he's he's in Mr. Robot. Shape, he's dude. great in Mr. Robot. He's great. He's the best. So yeah, Cri- yeah. Did everyone? Did everybody die? Did everybody just die? I feel like this is almost, I feel like Donald Trump made this happen. I feel like he was like, 
this is a long con for Donald Trump to be named sexiest man alive in, oh, God. in 20, like 19. Cause I, <laughs> so y- you go from Dwayne, the rock Johnson mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is 2016 sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Obviously all the people want him. all that good cocoa butter. Can't wait. Can't, can't have enough of those muscles. Need them. Mm-hmm. Now we go to a doughy country singer, yeah. Mr. Blake Shelton. Oh, cool. He's got, he's got a tattoo. I guess it's a bad it looks tattoo. Like, it's a bad tattoo. It looks like a tribal oh, tattoo, but it's like footprints instead of barbed wire. Cool. Okay, Blake, what are you trying to say there? I don't care. Balake. Um, yeah. So like next year, it's gonna be like Sean Spicer, like a doughier white guy. <laughs> Just like a doughier white guy. And then two years from now, it'll it'll be Leo, but he's gonna gain a hundred pounds from he- between here and there. He's just going to be a chubby Leonardo DiCaprio who's like, oh, hey, dad bods are in. Love that. No, it's going to be Christian Bale after he completes his entire transition to Dick Cheney. Which, yeah, so real quick, before we get to the inevitable conclusion of that line of very bad jokes. So Christian Bale has a history of just destroying his own body for his movies. Mm -hmm. And so apparently he was cast for some reason as Dick Cheney. Yeah, because, you know, when, I, when I'm when i like, hmm, who do I want to play Dick Cheney? Ah, uh, yes. A Welshman. <laughs> Christian Bale. I want I want Batman. Uh, Batman well, and Dick Cheney are the same person. To be fair, like a narcissistic Welshman is not a bad fit for Dick Cheney. Um, uh, it's true. So, Christian Bale has <laughs> shaved his head and apparently gained so far about... It's hard to it's hard to say how much weight he's gained because he has such a history of losing like forty to ninety pounds for roles oh and then putting, God, the putting muscle back on. But <laughs> here's a quote. Uh so he's he was cast as Ad- in as Dick Cheney and Adam McKay, who was famous for like anchor man mm-hmm. comedies, um, in the movie Backseat. And <laughs> so as he was reading the script, apparently Bell said, Oh, this one will be easy. Bring me some pies. <laughs> and then he apparently ate all of the pies that he could get his hands on. <laughs> yeah, it's between him and uh, Daniel Day-Lewis and how he like goes completely method for things. Like, I want to see them in a movie together. But the thing like, about try Daniel Day-Lewis, method Daniel Day-Lewis going method. Daniel Day-Lewis went method in his psychological approach. To, mm-hmm. a, yeah. to a character. He would become that character. Yep. Christian Bale is uncannily willing to transform his body mm-hmm. to become that person. Different, you know, different different strokes for different folks. Because between, between his role, so he went from American Psycho mm-hmm. and then Reign of Fire where he fought oh, dragons God, with Matthew McConaughey. what a great movie. And Underrated uh, movie. Real good. So he lost almost... 70 pounds between Reign of Fire, in which he was ripped in a half, Mm -hmm. to The Machinist. And then he gained about 75 pounds of pure muscle to be Batman. And then lost probably 50 pounds to be in Rescue Dawn. Gained that 50 back to be Batman again. (laughs) Lost another 40 to be in The Fighter. Oh, that's right. And then gained another 60 to be Batman again. And that's just pure muscle. Now he's gained conservatively 50 pounds of fat and pie to be dick cheney 
To be fair, though, that's less impressive. I mean, if I wanted to, I could put on 50 pounds of pie pretty fast. It it would take me about two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But I, the thing is, I remember like his discipline. So when he went from Rain of Fire to be the machinist, apparently he ate one saltine and two bottles of water a day is what I remember reading oh, to become the machinist. Like that was how disciplined he was for this. And I wonder if he, like, maintains the same rigor to become, like, a chubby Dick Cheney. <laughs> it's like, no. Only I need, strawberry rhubarb pies on Tuesday. <laughs> I need two strawberry rhubarb pies and half of a pecan pie. I need the pecan. <laughs> I got to get my protein in from the nuts. <laughs> I hope he's very methodical about it. He's got, He's got to be. Yeah, you'd think so. What were we talking about? Something dumb, I bet. Um... Blake Shelton, Blake, being oh, the sexiest man Blake alive, Shelton, and somehow whatever. that that getting to be Donald Trump being the sexiest man. <laughs> oh yeah, and then yeah, but just eventually, so it just gets there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was a dumb joke. I wish we hadn't come back to that. I do really wish I had come back to me being the third person on Twitter to make a joke, but I can't find the joke I made. So hey, I guess I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what do you got for me this week? Oh man, there's I could go a couple different directions here. Wait on me. Um so we could get kind of gross. I sexually. do love that. Yeah. Oh, sexually gross. Yeah, yeah, okay. But like really gross sexually. Not like fun gross sexually, but like gross gross sexually. Or uh-huh. Or I can talk about penises in a non-sexual way. Oh, those are, wait, we've already talked about balls, so <laughs> the stage is set. Yeah. Or or we, I have a couple stories that kind of build off of what we talked about last week. Uh, Choose your own adventure, Kush. Oh, man. Can I sneak one? Can I rush one in under the wire yeah, and then we can talk it. about? Okay. Just because the holidays are coming up. I'm about to be travel. I'm about to head home for Thanksgiving this weekend. So it's already on my mind. I, I know how people are already getting into that Christmas craze. Mm-hmm. That, craze that crazy flavor. That crazer. Michael, I know how you feel about christian iconography just overtaking your holidays yeah i took a picture in front of a christmas tree this weekend kush it's not even fucking thanksgiving yet why is there a a christmas tree up that's upsetting um well michael you know how you know how sometimes brands hashtag brands (laughs) will do a thing that may or may not seem a little um disrespectful to a holiday, to a religion that maybe backs that that holiday. Okay, I found a story, and I hope to God that this is the same story. It is. Yes. I assume so. So, Michael, I'm going to send you an image. It's incoming. It involves three wise men knelt around a manger. Yes, this is... <laughs> in the classic Christmas story. Yes. But instead of... Instead of the wee babe, mm-hmm, Jesus, mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. Lord and Savior, who is sent down from heaven, from God, to the mm-hmm. Virgin Mary, yep. the three wise men have their frankincense, golden myrrh. They're they're blessing the Lord baby Jesus, but it's not a Lord baby Jesus, is it, Michael? No, it's something way better. It's a hot dog and a pastry with a bite taken out of it. <laughs> it's a Greg's pork roll. <laughs> it's a Greg's pork roll. and Which is blasphemous on so many levels. But apparently, for not the ones you think, Michael. <laughs> oh, okay. So, 
Greggs has apparently apologized for replacing the Lord, our Christ, baby Jesus, with an enormous sausage roll. Although, I mean, look at it. The pork roll could have been sent down from God himself. It looks delicious. I mean, to be fair, like, if God had sent this pork roll to be our Lord and Savior instead of a squalling baby, like, if I was a wise man who had come from miles and miles, followed that that good star mm-hmm. so far on my camels for years and years, and I showed up and, oh, oh, it's not a baby. It's a fucking delicious-looking pork roll. Yeah, I'll pay you some gold frankincense and myrrh. Yeah. Just give me a nibble it's on a that pork, pork roll. It's a pork roll the size of a, a man. Yeah. He's bigger than it, the pork roll is bigger than the than the wise men. How did Mary even deliver it? Is what I'm asking. Um, but Michael, so in this country, the war on Christmas obviously takes many forms. It rages on daily, nightly, oh ever gosh, so yes. rightly. Yeah, can't stop, won't so, stop. So, <laughs> so Greg's the British pastry chain. Oh, Greg. Obviously, obviously, Michael had to apologize for the sacrilegious display yeah, of I mean, pork sausage. It would should have to, been a baby Jesus. Yeah. Would you care to guess why they had to apologize? I mean, I assume because people were upset because it's not Jesus. You're trying to take Jesus out of Christmas. Um. Yeah, I mean, I get that. That's so cute. Very quaint. <laughs> You're so fucking stupid, Michael. I can't even <laughs> believe you. No. They're upset and they had to apologize because Jesus, our sweet good Lord, Savior of all mankind, was Jewish, and pork <laughs> is forbidden in the Jewish faith. <laughs> so what? It would have been okay if it was an all beef hot dog, like a Hebrew yeah. national, because that's kosher, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, it was a beef sausage roll. <laughs> What if it what if it was a bagel bite or or a fucking it was, it was a pig in the blanket with an all beef Hebrew national then it's totes okay If it was a traditional English black breakfast no one would have any problems with it give me a nice rasher of bacon and we're fine <laughs> It should have just been a rib a beef rib. <laughs> just a huge fucking beef rib. <laughs> I just, I mean, there's so much about religion that I just can't stand. I mean, we we started this show with me angrily blasting the church I went to for mm-hmm. their very bad Christmas service. <laughs> and I love that this company had to apologize. I'm going to say for the quote unquote wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about a dildo nativity scene. <laughs> You're just like, this is just such an interesting twist on the war on Christmas. (laughs) Actually, this picture in this article I found, it kind (laughs) of looks like one of the wise men might have a salt or a pepper shaker in his hand. So (laughs) he's ready. He's ready for this pork roll. I just want to know who took a bite out of the baby Jesus. (laughs) So the baby Jesus was Jewish, but were all the wise men Jewish? No, they were from a faraway land. See? So they could eat baby Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> and gain his good blessing. <laughs> and can I just say, this thing fucking looks so good. Yeah, it does. It does look delicious. It looks very good. Oh, I I was at Publix this past weekend when I was down in Orlando, and I came across the uh, the old Taylor pork roll, but I did not 
get a chance to eat one. Did you buy it? No, I didn't. Michael, go listen. I can't. I cannot stress this enough. If you have the opportunity to buy an actual Taylor pork roll, like the the block of Taylor pork, buy it and get it and slice that up and well, put it in your. It I'll be back. Best- I'll be back down. I was only there for twenty four hours. I'll be back down there for Christmas. I am definitely going to eat at Wait. least un pork roll. This was in Florida. You saw it. Yeah, it was at our at the Orlando the uh, Conway Crossing. I need, I need an address Publix. because I can I can only find the slices of Taylor pork roll in a red box. You can no longer get the actual meat roll. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was in the red box. It wasn't like an like oh. a full roll. Oh, you fool. okay? That's fine. I mean, good. Get it, cook it, eat it, put it in your face. It's the best breakfast meat of all time. <laughs> Man, that's so good. Okay, Michael, pick a story, any story. Lay it on me because I'm getting too, I'm getting too horned up about Taylor <laughs> Taylor ham. Uh, well, speaking of pork rolls, uh huh. I'm gonna read a title or a title of an article. Yeah, a headline is also what they call titles of articles. Hey, can I just say this? We're only halfway through this episode. I fucking uh, this is my favorite one we've done so far. (laughs) FBI seizes over three thousand penises during raid at morgue employees' home. Um. Penises. Penises. Just full, full on severed penises. 3,178 embalmed human penises. Like in a jar or a baggie or. There were shelves everywhere filled with hundreds of glass jars, each of them containing a penis floating in formalin, according to Agent Ramirez. This this man at the funeral home. Mm hmm. Was taking dick trophies. Quote, he explained in great detail how he had been cutting off dead men's genital organs and collecting them for more than 10 years. Wow. It took them more than seven hours to gather all of the organs and other pieces of evidence. (laughs) This is some like bone collector seven shit that I am like, at least he waited until they were dead, I guess. Oh, you, you've sent me an image. That is the exact man I was assuming. Oh, wowzer, bowser, what kind of, what a pompadour and the laziest eye I can imagine. Yeah, and apparently he, the FBI says that um, the number of charges could reach over 3,000. I assume one per penis. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, so how many penises did he desecrate? 3,178. Yeah, so I mean, I would... I would assume the charges would reach 3,000. Like, just, like, desecration of a corpse seems like a pretty cut-and-dry case here. No. Over 10 years only, Kush. That is, uh, that is almost is this... one per day. <laughs> what's this? So, actually, you bring up an interesting point there. Over 10 years. What's the statute of limitations on cutting a dead man's penis off and keeping it in a jar? Mm. Are some of those scot free? Does he get to keep them when he comes back from jail? Yeah, like, no, those are his penises. Penis back. That's an eight year old penis, so that's been aged to perfection. What did he? Yeah, that actually. So interesting point. Did he do anything with the penises? Was he pickling them for a, like a, a midnight snack in 12 years? Maybe he was making 3,178 penis wine. <laughs> 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 
yeah, no, it, it it doesn't sound like he was doing anything other than just filling shelves with penises and glass jars. No like, motive, no details, huh? One per jar. Like he's well, yeah, you right, don't he's wanna, not gross. You never want to cross cross tips for sure. Uh, um, well, there's one comment have... on this article. One 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 comment. comment. How is there only one comment? That guy was nuts. LOL. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Quit the internet, whoever wrote that. That's bad. That's Larry. Oh. Just Larry. Damn it, Larry, you sack of shit. I hate Larry. I hate <laughs> him so much. Fuck um, Larry. Was was this in his secret room? Like was it was it behind like like in Spider-Man 2 when Harry Osborne throws uh like something at I can't even think. He throws something at a at a, at a mirror and it, it goes through and he's just he finds his dad's secret lair. Of hobgoblin shit. Oh, green goblin shit. Rather, my bad. I, I am. Crush. I have this bad version. news. Oh God, is this is this an onion article? It's a fake news story. No, oh, Michael. Aww. How could you? How could you possibly bring that to the table? I don't know, man. I mean, it's a perfect tilt story. I know it was so it's, good. There's so it, the problem is it's so there's so many like. It's so plausible. It is so plausible. God damn it, I hate myself. I mean, I hey, Michael, I also wanted to drink 3,187 penis wine with you. <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted that taste in our mouths. But no, we could, it was cruelly taken away from us. Can I tell you about, I have a buddy who works at a funeral home, or worked at a funeral home, and he told me that the easiest way to get rid of a body was to call him, and then mm-hmm. he cremate it, grind up the bones, and put the bone dust down the sewer. Yeah, no, that so makes t- sense. That checks so it out. So it would take two hours and be done. Michael, um, can I tell you about a New Zealander? Uh, a Kiwi, eh? A Kiwi, a Kiwi. Michael, do you, when you drive and you're listening to like some sick tunes, just the best tunes out there, do you, um, do you like to play air guitar? No, no, I usually, no, you, I usually just sing along. I'm you the, sing along? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the front man. Okay, yeah, I guess I guess so. You so you're not a a singer songwriter. You're not you're not you're not jamming along with those. You're not playing some sweet licks. No, sometimes I like drum. You know, get a little, little tappy tap going on the steering wheel. Okay, I get that. Um, okay, well, um, what's the weird? So, if you have you ever played an, an air instrument in your free time? Oh, for sure. Okay, what's for your favorite one to play? I like the drums. I'm I'm a guitarist. Like, I play guitar, I've never played drums, but I always thought that drums were the coolest. So, like, it's, like, super cool when you're, like, you're listening to In the Air Tonight. Mm-hmm. And you're just, you're just cranking on those drums. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, or Journey, the piano. Oh, yeah. You're like, in separate ways. Piano on the Fuck wall, yeah. sure. Fuck yeah. Um, what about the bagpipes? <laughs> Isn't that already an air instrument? Uh-huh. Which makes it even better. So how would you how would you, you just squeeze like you're well, squeezing something in front of you? Is that how it works? So whenever I play instruments in my car, I usually have my dog on my lap. So I have to play dog guitar or uh, dog drums yeah. or dog piano, which makes me very happy. Um but um apparently and I really wish I could give you more details, but I can't because my entire computer is frozen except for this audio recording app. <laughs> um, a New Zealand driver was pulled over for playing air bagpipes. He was pulled over? <laughs> he was pulled over and stopped and presumably ticketed 
for playing air bagpipes. Because his hands weren't on the steering wheel at 10 and 2 or yeah, 3 and I, 9, I think whatever you're supposed the to law. be at now? It's 10, 2, and gnome. You have to be holding the gnome, in which you were stealing, to uh, to really, you know. Which is filled with meth. Fi- oh, God, filled with meth. So much meth, you can't even imagine. Um, yeah, so this guy, uh, he was pulled over, and acting Sergeant Bryce Johnson, which apparently I, pretty big for his britches if he's acting sergeant Mm -hmm. was conducting a routine check when he noticed a driver with his hands on something other than the steering wheel he says his fingers were going a million miles an hour and i'm certain i could see a black type instrument which looked like a clarinet and so was he playing actual bagpipe so he says the self-confessed piper was only playing quote an air guitar version of the pipes (laughs) it doesn't actually say if he had pipes in his in his car, but the guy said pl- he saw something that looked like a clarinet. Did he just so have think, the just have the the I think nozzle? He was, I think he was playing the pipes without actually playing the pipes in the thing. So he was practicing his finger motions. Ah, uh, he's practicing the his car. fingering. Yeah, which I, I can see why you would get pulled over for that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> just just squeezing the bags, you know. Because like when I play a guitar or dog guitar, like I do have one hand on the wheel. Like I'm hitting those frets on the wheel. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm hit. I'm I'm tapping those ivories and ebony's on my steering wheel. So which which end of the dog is the are the frets? Oh, it's the ribs. The ribs. I'm playing the ribs. I'm oh, playing okay. those those good good ribs. Sometimes they're tummy. <laughs> Listen, Michael. My dog sits on my lap. I'm not happy about it. You don't need to make fun of me for it. <laughs> <laughs> She's really too big to be on your lap. Uh, she's also too big to be trying to jump on my lap the entire car ride. So mm-hmm. her sitting on my lap is actually the best compromise I can imagine. Because if I if I if I didn't have her there, I would die. Because she would. I've had her dive bomb into my lap from the back seat, going sixty miles an hour, just unexpectedly. And it's not a bad. It's not a good look for me, Michael. It really does not work out. <laughs> her on my lap is the safest place she could be. That's all I'm saying. As a guitar. Well, as a guitar and as a dog. Yeah, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, well, Michael, I think you have a story for me. You want to lay it on me? Police forced to stop interrogating suspect after he continually farts replies. <laughs> <laughs> so this man, uh, instead of answering the questions that he was asked, he would uh, just fart at them. So last week we talked about a man who tried to get a a dog lawyer mm-hmm. and didn't get one. No, he didn't. He also did not receive a human, actual, normal lawyer. No, he didn't receive any lawyer or dog. So last week, we really talked about the, you know, the real terror of asking for an attorney and voicing, even talking to the cops in any, using your physical voice to talk to the police officers. Can be dangerous. Can if you be don't, dangerous. Especially if you don't know your rights. I like that this man just cut out the middle man. <laughs> And just farted at the police officers very badly. <laughs> you don't have to say anything to the cops. Yeah. You don't have to. You could just fart, fart at, them. at them. You could just fart at them. Um, I do like this because apparently he farted so badly they left the room and then let him go. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. So, yeah, he's he just kept farting until they literally could not stand to be in the same room as him anymore. But the thing is here, though... He farted so bad, they couldn't stand to be near him. 
and then didn't press charges and let him go. And the only reason this story came to light was because he was pulled over again a month later, yesterday, and was charged with stolen firearms and cocaine possession. Yeah. I feel like if I had been arrested on potentially federal gun and drug charges, and I farted my way out of them, <laughs> like my, my toots were so, so bad, that I drove, I literally drove police out of the interrogation room and they let me go because they didn't want to deal with my very bad toots. I would stop running guns and drugs. Yeah, that's like, like a, that's like your little Christmas miracle. Yeah, like you did it. You're out. You, you, you got out. You're out of the game. You farted your way out of the goddamn game. So then they pull them back in for one more job. One more cocaine and gun one job. One more gun and cocaine job, Fartsy. We just need you. Just one more. Okay, I'll do Oh, man, I got Dude. caught immediately because they were looking for me. And also, if I was a cop and they I saw this guy. my stench. The thing is, though, if I was a cop, you know, I was like, we got to keep an eye on Mr. Sean Skies Jr. Because we know he's into something. I would not want to be the one to arrest him or interrogate him. I don't think I would be comfortable tailing this man. They'd have to set up an outdoor interrogation room for sure. Outdoor interrogation and like pick a day where he's been low carb. He didn't eat Mexican. No, like no Thai food, no nothing. Um, and nothing that is going to really upset his IBS. Just like, no, he just had a, he had a salad for lunch. Get him fucking swarms. Get him right now. I mean, That's- salad can be the most dangerous though. I mean, it'll clean you out for sure. But man, those, those vegan farts can be pretty bad. Which is, can it's I just say this? Rot, it's just rotting vegetables in there is the yeah, problem. Yeah, so I'll say this. when I So you and I have been doing keto mm-hmm. for a long time. I've been doing it for almost, I guess, three and a half years now. When I'm like really good on that keto, when I'm just eating that, that sweet, sweet protein, I don't fart at all. It's awesome. <laughs> and it's it's good. It's great, but like right now, you know, especially because I'm single, I don't have anyone to like impress with the fact that I'm not killing them with my farts. Because you used to be, I would really just run my girlfriend out of the room <laughs> with some real, real, real stankers. <laughs> I feel like I'm not impressing anyone with the fact that I'm not killing them. <laughs> you should put that on your Bumble profile. Um, yeah, my yeah, Uber, once I get my back Uber out rating there. is a four point nine five, and. And I haven't killed anyone with my butt stink this week, so I guess things are going very well. You know, I so I get I get the police officers ending the interview with this guy because my dog sometimes likes to come downstairs in the middle of this podcast and lay next to the chair and then just unleash an unholy demon from him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I almost die every every time doing this podcast, but I power through it because you're a hero and a champion. Yeah. Yeah. But shit, man. Uh, Michael, so you know how just like a minute ago we were talking about how my dog sits on my lap in the car? Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about how when she farts, she terrifies herself and immediately runs away from it. Yes. Can you, I want you to envision in your mind real quick, you're sitting in a small four-door sedan, not a midsize, just an economy size sedan. Yes. And you have a 70-pound dog in your lap. Mm-hmm. And she farts very badly. Mm. And all of a sudden, you smell it. But a second before you smell it, she felt it. And she panics and starts 
freaking out in your lap and twisting around, rolling around like a Trying to get away from it. Trying to get as far away from that fart as she possibly can within the confines of the car. But oops, there's the steering wheel in front of her. No big deal. I'll just put my shoulder all over it and just like twist my body as hard as I can. Oh, what's that? The shoulder? Oh, a tree? Cool. That's fun. Officer. Uh, yeah, I crash into the tree. I'm not drunk. I um I, I was driving very safely. It's just my dog who had freaked her head herself out, out with her own fart and crashed my car into a tree. So technically that's on her. So technically my insurance shouldn't go up. Also, ain't no rule in the rule book says a dog can't be in my lap when I drive this car. <laughs> Airbuds though. <laughs> Airbud zero. Actually, I don't think there is. Really? I don't think there is. Huh. Hey, there's hey, Michael. There should be. But I can't tell you how many cops I've driven by who just wave at my dog, so... Can a dog get a driver's license? If it passes Listen, if the it, test, it, dri- it does the driving test. the test... I mean, one of my favorite videos on the internet is them teaching dogs how to drive cars. Like the ASPCA, just showing how like smart and fun dogs are. And they teach them how to drive cars. And it's basically the most adorable thing in the world. So yeah, a dog can drive a car. Airbud 13, fast and the furriest... Oh, you son of a bitch. You did it. Damn it. I actually had a story about that. <laughs> you had a story about the Actually, no, I had. No, it's not that. I had, no, this will play into my shower thought at the end of the episode. I have I, I have a, a headline that kind of kind of goes with that a little bit. Please lay it on me. The Pope is giving away a white and gold Lamborghini because of ISIS. Uh, go on. Apparently, a Lamborghini donated or... I don't know what the hell you call it when you give give it to the, the, the pontiff, I guess, uh, donated or gifted him a white and gold, uh, her, a Lamborghini Huracan. Um, okay. But, you know, Pope Francis isn't really a, he's not a flashy dude. No. He, and also, he's got his own car. Apparently, though, he got rid of the Pope Mobile and he just drives a little, drives around in a little black Fiat 500. Okay. Interesting. Um. But apparently he he decided to auction off the Lamborghini to raise money for charity, specifically to help communities devastated by uh, ISIS in Iraq. Okay. But I just love, I love the headline. The Pope is giving away a Lamborghini because of ISIS. That is nice. (laughs) Like, thanks, the Pope. (laughs) Thanks, the Pope. Don't you have, like... Untold millions and billions of dollars of church gold that you could just give away to help to stop ISIS. No, no. This actually, this Why actually reminds Chris me. Chris Angel doing anything to help us fight <laughs> ISIS? Why? Why aren't all of the world's top magicians doing anything? To, why doesn't to stop David ISIS? Copperfield just make them disappear like the Statue of Liberty? It's like, okay, I'm standing here in the wastelands of northern Iraq. Behind me, the city of Raqqa. <laughs> I'm going to put up this white sheet. <laughs> David Blaine freaked Kanye out so bad and freaked Harrison Ford out so bad that he said, fuck you, get out of my house. If David Blaine just went over there and did tricks for ISIS, they would end up just, their heads would explode. All of them, collectively. I do feel like, yeah, if they gave David Blaine the time to commit some sort of card crime against them. <laughs> they prob- Their brains would be so freaked, their beings so freaked, that they would definitely lay down arms and be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm done. Oh, wow, look at this. 
uh, uh, wow. The, we did it. The West the West has this. We're we're never going we can't compete they with this. They have a legion they they sent this magician out into the middle of nowhere. So, oh, oh, cool guys with guns. Who gives a shit? They sent their top magician out here with no guards, no nothing to freak our minds. Chris Angel, <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, we're done. This caliphate is a mistake. Obviously, clearly, we did not. We did not think this through. <laughs> Chris Angel's here. Oopsie. <laughs> I do want to say, though, Michael, this reminds me, the Pope giving a Oya Lamborghini reminds me of a story. So, apparently, uh, Dead Mouse, the uh, the electronic musician. Dead Mouse 5, yep. De- is that, I don't know how to say it. It's Dead is Mouse, it Dead Mouse? But- Okay, so Dead Mouse 5. <laughs> he bought a Ferrari, a couple, he bought a Ferrari 458, Italia Ferrari, uh, or Ferrari, and, um, being Dead Mouse, he uh, he put some custom badges on it, and did he put a giant mouse head on top of it? No, he oh. actually so he painted it blue. He put some like stars and starbursts on it, and then are you familiar with uh, Nan Cat, the internet <laughs> meme? Yes. So like the flying uh, pop tart with a cat head and legs and the <laughs> rainbow coming out of its butt. Yes. So he made that, but apparently in the contract of every Ferrari sold is that you have to maintain Ferrari brand standards with the car that they have sold you. And if you don't, they can take that car back from you. Oh, no. Fuck that shit. If I pay that much money for a car, I will put whatever the shit I want on it. So Ferrari sent him a cease and desist letter over the Ferrari. (laughs) That's what he called it. And um, basically, essentially took his car away from him. More or less. So Lamborghini and Fiat and a bunch of other, like, uh, and like Nissan with the Z38, like, they sent him cars with, like, custom cars painted with the 9Cat and just being like, hey, fuck you, Ferrari. That's awesome. Here's a real car with cool shit on it. So is a, is a Nanborghini? Yes, ex- that's exactly right. So they, so <laughs> Lamborghini sent him a, Lamborghini Hurricane, the same kind that the Pope is sending out, painted with Nancat on it. <laughs> oh, shit. It's for sale. It is for sale. And apparently, um, there there's some like long-standing feud between the founder of Ferrari and Lamborghini, uh, where the founder of Ferrari, who apparently think their cars are just like sent down from heaven, and Lamborghini just like, fuck you, cars are cool and made to be ha- made to have fun with. Um so this was like the natural order of just Lamborghini fucking with Ferrari. But it looks kind of amazing. <laughs> I've always wanted a baby blue car. Not necessarily with Nancat on it, but, but if that's it because I had never that. seen a baby blue car with the cat on it before. And now that it I looks, have, I want that. It looks so they call it the Nianborghini Perican. It's only $235,000. We should pull Which our money and get it. Like a fucking steal and a half. Uh, we're going to start a Patreon, Kush Squad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send it to all of our listeners for one day a year. Yes. Everyone yes. can have fun with it. Um, yeah, so Michael, I, I uh, good for the Pope. I'm so happy for him giving away a cool car to fight ISIS. He I should have I painted like it like the NCAT and then donated yeah, it. I feel like there are better things the Pope could do to fight ISIS. 
but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy, you have any any closing thoughts for us this week? Yeah, I got a uh, a closing FML. Please, Please, lay it on me. Today, a fifth grader tapped me on the shoulder and whispered, Don't ever watch Two Girls, One Cup. Trust <laughs> me. While I appreciate the advice, I am dreading the phone call home. FML. <laughs> and that is by Teach All the Math. That's one of those nightmares of being a teacher that I, like, I'm so glad I am not responsible for shaping young minds because... I know, like, their responsibility is to call home and be like, hey, by the way, your firewalls are bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you might need to revisit some yeah, things. Yeah, your kid ooh, is watching bad videos and uh, not even bad. Bad videos for anyone, not just for your kid. Like, literally yeah. a video no one should ever see. The problem is, though, that's also very, very, very funny. Have you ever seen... <laughs> Two girls, one cup. Um, no, I think the most I, I made it about twenty seconds in, and I just decided I did, like knowing what was about to happen. I decided I didn't want to see it. I have not actually seen. I also any. have never seen it, which I'm so glad that I've no. never seen it. And part but this of this fifth is grader because, has seen it. Yeah. So me, I used to. Our friend Dave and I used to live together, actually, with uh, your wife Rachel and some other folks, and. We got into a bit of a tiff where we would um, put bad porn on each other's, like, computers, like, you know, just save to, like, their desktop screen or whatever. And um, his computer was so slow that I could not do it effectively without him noticing because he would just notice that something had gone awry. Um, And he once put scat porn as my computer background and it was one of the most disturbing things i've ever seen in my life i i have an an image emblazoned into my mind of a a man with just a cone of poop coming out of his Mm. mouth and i can't unsee it Mm. and this was before two girls one cup came out so when i heard about what it might entail i wasn't even remotely curious yeah no just not even a little bit no it was very bad nope that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> I do have a shower thoughts that's like sort of in line because just because it's weird, like uh, weird sex stuff. Do you want to hear it? I always want to hear about weird sex stuff. So this is from Rowland Fox on Twitter, which hopefully tells you where this is going. Hashtag shower thoughts. A fursuit maker that sells really attractive canine suits is literally a hot dog vendor. <laughs> and the reason this is so funny to me is because uh, a couple months ago i went to dragon con uh with my ex-girlfriend and we were we were walking through the vendor floors and um we we were we saw a bunch of shops and i saw this store out of the corner of my eye and quick quickly hustled her past the store but near the end of it she saw a row of collars for furries and said, Ooh, should we get a collar for Sora? Oh no. And I said, uh, no, we'll keep on walking. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the funniest interactions I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> uh, a hot well, dog vendor. A hot dog vendor. You know Just what? what ho- are- wait, sorry. A hot Dog, dog vendor. vendor. Well, no. A hot dog vendor. vendor. Yeah. 
Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us since we kind of trends in low places. It's been lovely speaking with you. Um, if you want to find out more about this show, which is normally a little bit more put together, uh, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Uh, we occasionally, I'm sorry, put up blog posts to talk about what we talked about this week. Um, but we also check our email address, which is goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a hot tip of a story you want to want to hear us talk about, or if you want to leave us a message that we can send to a friend or a loved one or an enemy, send it our way. We'll, we'll read it on air as long as it's PG-13, NC-17. Triple we'll go for hard. R. We'll go for a hard R. We'll go for a hard R. We'll read it. Um, but yeah, just send us a message at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Uh, we check that all the time. We respond to every email. So even if you just want to say hi, we check it out. So uh, shoot us an email. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at TILPcast. Uh, you can also find us on the Instagrams at TILPcast. Um, and you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. And the best way to help us out is on those podcast apps. If you just give us a like or a heart or a favorite or whatever upvote. Um, and also, if you want to give us a review, that would be awesome as well. That's the way that... You know, you kind of let everyone else know that uh, that you like us and that they might like us as well. Um, and then also, if you could share us or retweet us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, uh, we would really appreciate that as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, I do have a, sh- a closing shower thought. All right. Hashtag shower thoughts. This is from Davey with three Y's Crockett on Twitter. If the average male became a giant and was over 690 feet tall, his penis would only be 51 feet long. That sounds disappointing. Hashtag shower thoughts. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. <laughs> he did all the math in the shower? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs>